Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Unrelenting Pursuit podcast, where we invite you to join us at our table as we discuss ways to grow and develop in marriage. Yeah, guys, come along with us. We are committed to laughing, sharing, and getting very, very real. Hey guys, welcome to season two, episode seven. We are so thrilled that you guys are with us today. Want to take a quick moment and ask you guys to please take a a little minute of your time to write a review for us. Um, If you have listened and you're like, oh, you know, I need to do that and you still haven't done it, we're going to ask that you do that because it helps other people find us and that's really what we are all about. We want people to uh, join with us in this whole process. So what are we going to talk about today, babe? I don't know. What are we talking about? Really? <laughs> this is, this is, Brad's been throwing uh, out the ideas lately for episodes. So I threw out one. Idea. I'm just saying lately it's been like you throwing them out there, which is nice. <laughs> I threw one. Okay. <laughs> and I'm trying to give you props. Um, we, uh, so just because of what came up this week, it's, <laughs> I guess, being a, um, I mean, a Christian or, you know, a follower of God, follower of Jesus in any environment you're in and not changing. Right. So, so yeah, that's be who you're supposed to be. No, I don't know. We'll figure out a title in a little bit, but, but really we're going to discuss today being your authentic self, no matter what environment you're in. Yeah. So a lot of people who are, you know, quote unquote Christians, or you have made a decision to follow Jesus, then you might be one way on Sunday when you go to church. And then all of a sudden you are someone else at work. And we're talking about like your core values, not necessarily like your role that you have to play at work or whatever, but, or you might be someone else at home, you know, two different people. So it's like, you're giving this version of yourself in all of these different places. And yeah, I think especially you can really speak into this. So for me, I think that's a little bit simpler in the roles that I play in my life to be who I am in all of those areas because I can kind of choose who I'm around, when I'm around them, where I'm at, but pretty much all the time. And I think it's different for you. So take it what, away. What do you mean? Like you can I mean, choose. Like, like I can always remove myself from people or situations or – you know, I don't have to be necessarily immersed constantly around people that necessarily don't believe the same way that I believe. I mean, I tried very intentionally to have friendships and, and to have other people that don't necessarily believe the way that I believe, because I Mm -hmm. think that that's what we should be doing. But do you know what I mean by that? You are immersed in your work with, you're surrounded by people that could have an influence on you in another way. Yeah. No, So this all, I I think, you know, ah, I'm trying to like Brad, Brad's out wrestling out how much he wants to actually share. Well, today. so my I don't I don't really share anything about my career because, um, it's, I mean, I it's not irrelevant, you know, to what we're doing at all, but it's just it's not my identity, and so I really don't. But Don't. you, I mean, I think that's a good point though. I think that there was a time where it was entirely your identity. It was. And I, I literally just talked to one of my, um, one of the guys I work with, um, he's from out of state and he's in here right now. And we were talking about this yesterday and I, I, ju- I 
literally said that. I was like, I love what I do. This used to be like it, like this was it. And now it's, I've, I've grown and matured, but I think it's not maturing in age, it's maturing in knowledge that your job, your career isn't who you are, it's what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that we're called to do our careers, you know, like, I mean, not everyone does what, you know, what me and a bunch of other guys that I work with do, we're all wired differently. And I, I think that that's, that's a God thing, mm-hmm. you know, um, I can't, I don't, I, I, I'm not good with numbers, so I'm not going to sit at a desk and crunch numbers all day. Like, I don't, that sounds horrible to me, mm-hmm. but I know people that that's like, that's their gifting. They love it. They love it. Like, give me something to, so, <laughs> so that's why I've never really talked about or spoke about what I do for a living because I don't feel that it's, um, that it defines me. But a few times this week, uh, separately, like you were talking with someone and they brought up how, like, it's a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And that, I don't know, was it brought up that I should actually, like, talk about not it not specifically or, but, but just, just that there's a, a whole range of you know the, the first responder range i guess is what we can reference it as but that in general your insight into that world is you know mm. clearly i don't understand that that's not a world yeah. that i'm i'm in and so it's it's something that gives you a unique view into how to to speak to people who are in that field and who do struggle. I mean, I think as much as now we can say that that's a side note, right? Like it's a yeah. side note to what we're doing Yeah, there. I think definitely your career played a big role in, in our story altogether. Well, of course. So I, I am, I, I guess you call him <laughs> first responder. I don't know. It just sounds weird to me when you say that, but, um, uh, I, I have, I'm like on a hybrid type of, um, team, unit, whatever. And we go all over, all over the place. Um, literally all over the place, uh, you know, to different, like, I, I I'm know. enjoying I'm the trying. fact that Brad's trying to figure out what not to say and what to say. Basically, um, an, an, a team that would go international. If Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so we travel a lot for different things. And so, yeah, that does, that did play a huge part in, in our story. Um, and I think that, you know, getting on, um, cause I was previously not on that team and then I had to go through everything to get on that team in, in the field I've chose chosen to, you know, <laughs> be in. Um, I, it's not that I'm trying to be secret I know, you're because not trying to it's be not, vague. It, this... I'm not trying to be like that. I just, it's just not, I don't know. I just, I'm not gonna like, uh, you know, really, really put it out there, but I'm not trying to be vague because it's like this, you know, super secret, like, right. blah, blah, blah. It, that's not it at all. So anyway, calm down all of you conspiracy yeah, theorists. <laughs> anyway, the guys I, and the reason why it was such an identity for me is because I am truly surrounded by some of the the highest trained, most professional guys on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Like very smart, 
like not just these knuckle draggers, you know, very smart group of guys. Um, again, very highly trained. Um, some are family guys, some aren't. It's just a wide di- diversity of dudes that I'm around. But like like was said in our church this past week, you know, it is it is a, a different family. It is a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. And um, and you, I mean, the sermon this week even fell into what I was, you know, that's why I was like telling Lisa, I was like, I don't know what to talk about. And then I was texting someone and I was like, all right, like, okay, God. A couple of times this Okay, God, <laughs> like you keep saying this over and over again and I need to pay attention and be sensitive to, you know, what he's telling us. And so even in church, you know, he was talking about um, uh, the brotherhood of, of, people and how you can become you know how how like people that go through war or through different types of things they become like this tight-knit brother group and you would give your life for that other person um and that is 100 accurate Mm -hmm. i would have no um there's like yeah it's it's 100 accurate there's uh, the guys on my team um we would you all know that the other person will have your back no matter what, basically, and would would sacrifice themselves for the yeah. other person, yeah. which is huge. No, but it is. and definitely, you know, I think it's been such a process of watching you change your priorities. And we've had whole episodes um, talking about priorities and what they need to be. But through our story, you know, there was a time when yes, your your career really became everything to you. It was the pursuit of that career and you know in that and with traveling um that brought you know some isolation it brought all those things into play Mm -hmm. and then when when really we came to the other side of that story and you began to shift priorities and and you know you got in the place where it was god first and Mm -hmm. then your spouse and kids and then you know then work yeah that is where you really have gotten to put into practice being the same person. Yeah. And yeah, no, it's true. I mean, um, I tell guys, uh, younger guys uh, that I know and they ask me questions and stuff and I tell them, I think that you need to be the same person, um, as a, as a being, um, you know, like as your core self, obviously I'm, I'm not acting different at work, but I'm also not going to like, uh, you know, treat my kids or you like I would. Same way. Yeah. That's what I meant when I talked about different roles yeah. that you play. And so, it's not who you are that's different, mm-hmm. but your roles change. Yeah. And so I tell people like, I think that, you know, both sides of what I do, uh, you know, work and then my family, it makes you better at both. Mm-hmm. Um, if your priorities are right. Uh, so yeah, this has come up like multiple times this week and someone asked me, um, you know, how I'll, I'll look up the exact quote because I, yeah, what did I just dropped my phone. It's fine. <laughs> so <laughs> how I've, I've try to sound like, like a dummy right now. Cause I'm like, Battling uh, uh, over trying to like <laughs> figure out how to say and what to say and what not to say. Uh, but anyway, basically, he's like, How do you, how are you so godly at work? And I laughed 
I mean, he wasn't, we weren't face to face, so it wasn't rude, but I chuckled at it because I was like, well, what's your definition of godly? Like, what is it? Like, why are you having to, and I've been there, but these are questions that I could have asked myself, you know, uh, in 2010, mm-hmm. 2011. Um, so I've been there, but what's your definition of godly? Like, why is it that you're having to be, uh, quote unquote, godly when you're not at work and, you know, not godly when you're at work? I don't know. I don't know what the opposite of, you know, where his thought process is going. But that was a question I asked him because there's there's no, well, first of all, I'm not a monk. Like I don't, and nothing against monks. I'm just saying like, (laughs) I'm not walking around like, you know, in this, you know, state of being and, you know, whatever. And no, I'm just a normal guy. And Um, you deal with the full range of things that you see a lot of things and it and that's and this guy was trying i think what he was basically getting at was um you know you see all these things how can you be godly how can you know like how can you be a different or how can you be the same person at work and at home and it's like people deal with things differently 100 and i'm very empathetic to that um but also like even the guys I'm surrounded up around, it's not like we don't dwell on the, the things we see like, oh, it's so horrible. Like the things we see, we don't dwell on that. And it's be- and it goes back to what I was saying like five minutes ago. Um, God calls you to do what you do. Like I, I 100% truly believe that today or yesterday when I was at work and talking to the guys like, you know the right place, the right time. Um, so this past Sunday, three, three guys I work with showed up at the church two Sundays ago, two guys that I've, I've gotten to know now. Um, they're, they're going through some training. They showed up at church and I didn't recognize them because I mean, I would have, but you know, I just, I don't know. They were wearing masks, you know, the whole COVID thing, whatever. And so I didn't recognize him. Then I talked to him on Monday and I was like, oh yeah, I did see you guys. I didn't know it was you. But that also started, I think, this whole spin on, on this topic today because being a disciple of Jesus in any environment you're in, because you don't know who's watching you and it's not be, you're not doing it because of that. But man, if I'm, you know, on this podcast saying I'm one person and mm-hmm. I'm at home saying I'm one person. I'm at church saying I'm one person. I'm with my friends that I've met at church that are close friends with me now. I'm saying I'm one person. Going on mission trips, I'm saying I'm one person. Then I go to work and someone I'm mm-hmm. someone else. Like that's not that's you you can't you, you don't do that. You can't do that. I was thinking that. about that just randomly that there would have been a time in your life if if someone that you had known from work had shown up at church that that would have I think that that would have almost bothered you a little bit because do you know what I mean by that where it's like because you were different there and then you know trying to kind of bring both those worlds together yeah I mean I guess I just what what 
surprised me seeing those guys in church wasn't that they were in church because I've never talked to them mm-hmm. specifically about their faith because that's not Something what we're doing. Yeah. Um, but that's not what surprised me about it. What surprised me about it was reflection on me. And it was like a check. And it was like, are you, are you representing Jesus right. everywhere you go? Like we all slip up. Like mm-hmm. that's, we're, we're human. human. Yeah. We're human. We can't help it. Um, you try to fight it. You can't help it. But I, I really did like take time out. And I was just like, am I a, being a reflection of Jesus at, at work? Mm-hmm. Am I portraying or not portraying? Am I, am I the man that I say I am? um consistently you know and uh i mean i think the answer was yes (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying you know what it's like when it's not well it's it was yes because of everything we've we've gone through right or that i've gone through um that's why it was a yes because i'm very intentional about that um and people like this guy he he asked me you know how do you how are you godly at work and um i brought up the you know being consistent in any environment but um one thing i really brought up was you know my i saw i'll quote it because i'm actually i actually pulled it up right now i was like um my walk with god makes me a better person at work and at home and in this field that we're in um you know you see violence you see all these all all you know atrocities and different things like that um but that's the job that you're in and that doesn't mean that um i'm different at home and at work and i quoted i'll quote it myself i wrote i used to see things like that I used to see things like you do, but it doesn't have to be like that. I'm the man God has called me to be. That doesn't change in the environment. Um, it's constant. And when you get there, it's freeing. Mm-hmm. Um, guys at work know I have a relationship with God because of how I live and what I say and what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not necessarily that you I'm don't have to go there. around and just like and this and and, 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 yeah. and he, in john three sixteen it says no. this and you know that's not what you're ha- having to do to portray jesus at work no typically. and and that's not and, and it's not really going to come up i mean it, it comes up every now and then but it's not going to come up like that and so if you're the man that god has called you to be and you've decided to change your life and and you're you know you have to be consistent Mm-hmm. Um, in every environment you're in. You don't have to change and be a chameleon because you're at work or you're at home. Can I bring up a kind of awkward subject right now that I think will kind of ruffle a few feathers possibly? Okay. I mean, you could bring up whatever you want. This That's is, right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I think, and what I've I've told the kids, and I know that you and I have had conversations about this, but I do think one of the simplest ways, and Simple, I'll explain in a minute, but one of the simplest ways that you can show that there's something different about you in any environment is to not use language. Yeah. I mean, and and, and I know that this like 
I mean, there are full people that get in a full argument about this. And I know that there's a whole sanctification process of becoming holy and mm-hmm. all of those things that people yeah. are on and, and the journey of where they're at is different. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying this in like a condemning way. Not at all. No, absolutely not. I have told I have told my kids this as we've navigated through, you know, clearly, you know, language is all around us, and yep. and especially in your environment too, it's everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean you can't be a Christian or be saved, but at the same time, what simpler way to for people to see that something is different about you. Yeah. And and I've had those conversations with the kids as they've talked about, you know, hey, my son has said before, you know, I'm tempted to use that word. And I I get it, right? There are all times that we have all been in those places. And um, like you said, we're not perfect by any means, but I, I have had that conversation with him. Like, this is really the simplest way that you can show mm-hmm. the world that you're different is to not conform to that, to not start using language that everyone else is using to express yourself. Cause people, people notice that, you know, that it's like, Oh, they don't use that language. Yeah. And I just think it's, like I said, this is not a condemnation thing. I think it's James where they talk about foul language. I can't remember now. I mean, but- it's, it's sprinkled throughout, you know, a lot of the new Testament and I used to have a big problem with it. And, um, but like I, yes, personally, I think that that is one of the, it's a, it's a great way. I mean, of opening the door to someone. Well, yeah. And first of all, let me oh, like no. clarify. Oh, no. some, well, let me clarify <laughs> something. Cause you're making it sound like, like every other word where I work is. No, uh, no, I'm not it's saying not that. that. I'm saying Absolutely that not. Like everywhere. these guys, like if you're, per, you know, it's a professional environment. Yeah. Um, but we're also friends. And so, yes, there is language, but it's not like, you know, no, ridiculous. 100%. Um, so I do think that, you know, people may or may not notice, but that's not what, that's not the reasoning behind it. Yeah. Like, and that's what I was trying to get. Like, I'm not trying to portray my, you know, you know, like the question was asked, like, well, how are you godly? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not trying to portray being godly um at home i'm not trying to portray being godly at work i'm not uh, that's not something i don't wake up in the morning i'm like all right let me put my be godly hat on and you know walk around that's not it like it's focusing on your relationship with jesus and learning that and then just being the person he's made you to be Mm mm-hmm like, yes, we're all faulty. We're humans. We can't help that. We're going to mess up. You want to be a reflection of him is basically what you're trying yeah. to do. Yeah. And so it's not like I'm I'm walking around like, oh, right. I'm going to make sure that I'm godly right now because everyone's watching me. That's not it at all. It's in fact, and this is what hit me when I saw those guys at church is I've been with those dudes for um well, one of them for a while last year. And then uh, this year when I saw him the second time, it's been like two weeks and, you know, we're training. And so nothing like this comes up, but it's like, man, you know, were they surprised that they saw me at church? Mm -hmm. Mm Do you know? And that's, and that's where, you know, it's like, were they surprised because they've been with me for two weeks and I've talked to them and, and, you know, 
uh, instructed, blah, 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 whatever. Um, were they surprised that I was there? Mm -hmm. Or, or if they hear like a side conversation that I'm in while they're doing something, were they surprised to see me there? Yeah. You know, and that's, that's what this all stems from. And, and it's like, you have to be the same person, person consistently at home and at work. And so if you're not a follower of God or a Christian or however, you know, you want to say it, um, I think this still applies. Yeah, it does. Because, well, one, I would love it if you are, you know, like if you were on the fence about that, um, you know, to, to seek someone out and to talk to them. But if you're not, and you're just like on this podcast, because this is, you know, marriage podcast or for some reason <laughs> or for some reason you stumbled on this by accident and it was like what's this guy babbling about at the beginning of this like just spit it out um this still applies because it's a dangerous road when you're two different people based on who's around you that's so true yeah and and people get in trouble they end up doing things in one side of their life and then it all catches up on the other side. And I think that's what always happens, right? Is if you are playing, you know, this different person in several areas of your life, eventually who you really are comes, comes out. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, depending on what that is, a lot of people get hurt and it's important to be authentic Yeah, and to grow, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's the other thing is like, yeah, God has equipped you to be in the in the place that you're in at work, right? But you had to also recognize that and then grow in how God wanted you to use that in your life. So it couldn't be the only thing. It had to be pushed down. You had to keep him first. I mean, there was a lot of things that had to well, be Well, even this, this episode alone, like I, and that's why I was bumbling around like that because I have, I had come to the conclusion that that I don't need to bring up my career but mm -hmm. because that's not what I'm focused on. It's, you know, with this, this focus is, is what we're doing. Um, helping marriages, helping people, you know, make better decisions or, you know, don't have the same mistakes we did, you know, not fall into the same things that I did. Like, that's what this is all about. And so, like career wise, I never really wanted to bring it up. And also that's in where I'm at, that's bred in us. Like we don't wave flags and banners and we right. just go do what we have to do and then come home. So um, I guess on that, if there are husbands that listen to this, because I don't know if there are. Or wives. <laughs> and you're in that field, like um, you can DM us um, and I can, you know, give, throw my two cents in there. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of <laughs> men and women in the in the first responder field that are having to navigate what that really means for them, not only in their professional life but personal life. And we we definitely want to you know help anyone we can along the journey. And I I have gotten to just see so much as that has changed and developed in Brad and and how that has affected our lives all around our marriage, um, mm -hmm. everything has gotten better as he has navigated through. And, and I would say, you know, you have faced some really difficult situations with work after changing 
all of these perspectives and things and and you having God first has helped you navigate through those things too because it helped you to to just recognize what was really important and you know process or to things process through things yeah. differently yeah absolutely and I think that really matters um, for someone yeah because closer. my my career didn't change I change mm. you know that's a word. <laughs> That's a word. So, you know, I I still was in my career. I was still having to to you know deal leave. with the same things. Yeah, yeah, I was still having to to travel, uh, be gone for a couple of weeks, and come back. Things like that. And so, um, yeah, that obviously was not put on hold. Mm-hmm. You know, and so yeah, you go through things in change. life. You don't get to just stop everything else that was in your yeah. life, and then you know, okay, no. no, you still have to figure out how to. Yeah, I still had to do all the things. Just I needed to make sure that that I was consistent in who I was saying I was um, outside of work, mm-hmm. and uh, and when nobody was watching, and when no one's watching, and and you know it's the old adage, right? Like true character is what you do when no one else is around. I don't know if that's dropping exact. some things today. That's I mean, an old like, adage, I'm just though. Saying, I don't. Like, I don't even know if that's the exact quote. But you're getting change. I change. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Uh, but it's true but my biggest reflection and my biggest challenge to everyone listening to this is if someone at work saw you outside of work um you know at church or maybe you like go to a small group and all of a sudden like you know dude or chick from you know work walks in like got invited to a small group you're like oh crap yeah like what's your what's going to happen? Are you going to be like, are you nervous? Cause mm-hmm. you're like, Oh man, they know who I am. Yeah. They know another part of me. Work. Mm-hmm. Or, or there's three things. Or are you not surprised? You're just like, like, cool. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, this will be cool. I can talk to them at work, you know, mm-hmm. maybe whatever. Or are you a little bit ashamed because you didn't invite them? Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> You're on fire today. <laughs> no, so true I, though. It's it so is. True. It is true because, um, so someone brought it up this week. Like I'm telling you, this week has been like sprinkled with this whole topic. Uh, someone brought it this week to me, and it was like, um, uh, they were talking to someone else, and they were asking them like, how how can you, you know have this faith and have all this and still do our job it's kind of like the text that i got Mm -hmm. right and as i was talking to this this other guy it it was a question he got asked as i was talking to him i was like you know what a lot of people think that and it is it is still hard but a lot of people think that people are going to look at you differently if you tell them like you know that you're a follower of christ that you're a christian that you go to church that this is what you do a lot of people think they think like, well, we're friends. If I tell them that, like, they're going to treat me totally different. No. Like, yes. Do the guys make fun of me at work for little things? Yeah. But also it's like if you have siblings, it's the same mm-hmm. concept. And it, and on the other side of that, when there's someone who's really struggling at work, yeah. they're coming to you. Yeah, absolutely. So I, what I'm saying is like, don't don't let that stop you from sharing your life. I've gotten to tell my story twice at at this past week because of this and um 
whether that helps them or not or whatever it doesn't matter it's just that i've i've had the opportunity to share my story now i will backtrack a lot i you know this is these are guys i've worked with for a long time so a lot of them already know mm -hmm. everything i've gone through like that's you know it's not like a secret like no one's shocked if i tell them you know mm -hmm. oh well in 2011 but you know whatever um but you know being able to tell a couple other guys like i think it uh they see what i do for a living they see what i've done spiritually like been through spiritually mm -hmm. and physically and then where we're at now and i think it's it's a hope for them knowing that you can be um have a strong relationship with christ and still do this job do this particular job yeah yeah, yeah. and i think that's amazing and i think that that is also a beautiful thing being willing to share your brokenness to bring hope to some other people because i know a lot of people like maybe that's just it you just need to share your story once in a while because we have a tendency to hold all of our brokenness yeah. really close and i think that's a really beautiful thing to do too so challenge this week what's your challenge be mm. consistent okay <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just let Brad take over today uh. yeah I think that's great. Be consistent. Be who you are, not only at home, but also wherever at you're work. at, you at, should be yeah, the same person. The, so if you run into someone, they shouldn't be shocked by, you know, where you're at, good or bad. Amen. Amen. And with that, <laughs> right. over and out. All right. You ready? I'll edit all this out. Just okay. do the ending. Thanks so much for listening to Unrelenting Pursuit Podcast. We just invite you guys to subscribe and leave us a five-star review as that really helps us. Also, if you have a question for us, we invite you guys to DM us on social media or you can email us. Have a great day.